Welcome to episode 98 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Hey guys, so welcome along to episode 98 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Isles. How you going, mate? Pretty good. Pretty exciting times. There's only two more to our hundred. That's right. I'm in a bit of conflict, really, because it's kind of like, do we celebrate the hundred or do we wait for the two year? I reckon we're greedy and we go for both. Okay, game on. I love your work. <laughs> anyway, Iron Man Talk is proudly brought to you by... Coffeesofhawaii.com For all the world's best coffee. Trybuys.com Your online tro- shop for all your try needs Athlinks.com Social network Jeez, I'm over the place, aren't I? Social oh. networking for endurance athletes For all your results, tracking and social needs Beautiful Yeah, and if you want to get married, you know You can do that on Athlinks, can't you? <laughs> I'll tell you something off air after this Oh really? Oh, you can, it's going to kill them <laughs> Good times Anyway, I'm in Malaysia Oh, in this week's show We've got our news We've got age group of the week We've got high five And it's on what? Part two of the Mojo special from Tao. No, it's not Tao. How? 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 No, no, we've got to say it right. We've got to say it right because I went on Try Talk this week and I said if we don't say it right, we have to give him a free Iron Man Talk jersey. Well, so I'm sure he emailed it in and said it's. Um, no, I've got it. Don't worry, I've, I've, done, like, I've done my P's. Okay. So. It sounds like Tao but with an H. Oh, yes, yeah, so it's How. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- or Howell? How? Howell. <laughs> we better get it right. But we don't have to do it until we get to that point. Because, okay. look, I've got it down here. Someone's actually helped me out. Okay, uh, we've got website of the week, and we've got questions and answers. So, anyway, we had Ironman Malaysia last weekend, and it's a pretty interesting race. It really shows how much of a difference there is between the top guys and the not-so-top guys. Oh, eh? Totally. Uh, and how good some people are in racing in certain conditions. So, I was having a chat to um, Daniel McDonald, who's Chris's brother, and he's raced, you know, Hawaii. He's raced there. He's raced... Uh, a number of different races, Louisville, um, and yeah, you just it's just so hard over there, way harder than Hawaii. It's just because it's so hot, and and I've raced short course over there, but to do an Ironman, man, it's just oppressive. And you just look at the times of the guys on the runs; they they're just blowing to pieces. Um, so, but hey, Ferris, I'll self I'm pretty impressive. Half now win. <laughs> Oh, that must have been boring just sitting uh, there waiting. He would have wanted to go off. Half an hour. It's a killing. And, and Pete Van Brusek, like he, he wins a lot of races around the world, doesn't he? And yeah. so it's it's real. It was real obvious the, the step. It seems to be, eh? There seems to be yep. like maybe, maybe eight guys, ten guys around the world who are that next level. And then there seems to be a big jump between the rest, doesn't there? Mm, and that's nice. a real example of it. He just dominated the dojo. So it shows with a non-wetsuit swim. Yeah, obviously a lot, uh, but quite a bit slower on the swim. So Ferris, you know, he's about 45 minutes swimmer normally. Uh, and he did 50 minutes on the swim. 4.33 on the 4.34 on the bike and Yeah, and for a total time 8.34 which on that course which isn't a harder course but the conditions it's not a bad time especially when you're not under any pressure at all yeah totally by yourself uh, Pete the, uh, the big man came in at second that was a, not a bad effort <coughs> you know good consistent day probably um, paced himself quite nicely you know he may have buttoned off on the run obviously wasn't going to catch first place but he was uh, 9.04 with the next guy and 9.06 he may have just sort of been defending his position yep. he may not have been uh but that's a, a good performance, good payday for him. And how many Ironmans is that this year? He did uh, Wanaka. It's probably only his second or third. But Week. He, he, you never know. He may, he may turn up at Ironman New Zealand or, or Ironman Australia or something. And he'll be somewhere else next and week. third place was, I've never heard of him, Elmar Schuberth. I think he's from Austria, 38, 906. So pretty close between, pretty close really for second, third, fourth. Um, fifth, you know, it was pretty close. Just Farris was was off the radar. Mm. Um, had Luke Drags. Do you know what Chris McDonald? Chris McDonald was sick before the race, oh, so okay. apparently he shouldn't have even started because <coughs> he swam 58. For him, he should be swimming sort of about the same as Drags, which is about 54, 55. Yeah. So, but look at that, only eight pro men finished. And on the girls' side of things, what happened? We had old uh, Granger took it out. Yeah, it was relatively close. Yeah. Um, yeah, she had a little bit of a lead in the swim, extended that lead in the, the bike, and then uh, held on on the run for a 9.29, finishing 8th overall. Yeah, which is interesting as well, because um, you know that Yvonne, what, how do you say her last name? Van I think Birken? it's Van Birken. It's interesting, because she was so strong on the bike last year in Moat. Yeah, mm. that is. Mm. Uh, and the run, like she ran a sub-3 in, in Moat. Yeah, so mm. who knows, maybe she's... Uh, 
you know, taking it pretty easy at the moment. Maybe she doesn't race well in the heat, and maybe she was just on fire and wrote. And mm. uh, I think the true test will be when she rocks up to road again this year and, and see what happens there. But but that said, you know, Belinda Granger is a consistent top ten in the world. She's yeah. no slouch, yeah. and, and Hawaii she, finished her top ten. Yeah. yeah, and she's sort of knocking on that nine hour door at um at those at, at road in the faster races. Yeah. So yeah, interesting stuff. Is it? Oh yeah. Yusako Miyazaki. Miyazaki came in at third. 10 14. So, Hiro came in fourth. Hiro fourth. <coughs> and then Only five girls finished. So, girls, if you want to get a payday, Malaysia's the place to go. Uh, as long as you can finish within the, I think, I don't know, it's either 7.5 or 10% of second place. Mm, so, pretty interesting racing. Just one thing to comment on there. No, I actually put it on my little notes here. Um, who is it? Um, John Rang. Yes. In his 100th Ironman finish. Really? Yeah, in Malaysia. Bloody hell, that's a lot. That's awesome, man. That is, that is unbelievable. That's a lot of Ironman. 100 Ironman. And I saw a photo of him. He doesn't look that old. Like, he probably looks yeah. early, late 50s, early how 60s. Many, how many would have... I don't know. Are you sure that's right? Well, <laughs> I got it from the website. Okay, maybe it is. Yeah, no, I'm going to get it out right now because you're doubting my peas. But yeah, you've got to ask... Actually, before you do that, um, go, oh, I oh. wanted to congratulate somebody. I would Um... <laughs> See? It's impressive. 15 hours and 12 minutes. Yep. you got to think, Ken Glar, who does a lot of Ironmans, he often comes and does New Zealand, yep. he does Brazil. He's that 60, isn't he? He, he, did, he had 50 either the year before or last, maybe, something like that. So yep. oh, 100. And Ken Glar's been going for a long time. Yeah. So, 100 Ironman. That is a lot. That's got to be bad on your body, eh? Yeah. It's got to be. For 15 hours, 12 minutes, so he's not smoking it around the course, but hey, 100 Ironmans, that's a lot. It's a lot of travelling as well. Yeah, well, you're obviously not struggling for pennies, are you? No. <laughs> well done, Tom. Full credit. That's awesome, eh? 100 Ironman. I wonder if he's the first person to do it. He may be, because remember last year we were talking about... He's 63, though. No, no, it's someone did 63 on oh. their 63rd birthday. Okay. <clears throat> but he's a high school teacher. Former oh. high school teacher. Wow. Good stuff. What's his name? What do you reckon you'll do? How many do you reckon you'll do in your time? You think you get to 10? Yeah, ten somewhere between ten and twenty. Yeah, yeah, I think that'll be. Oh, I would definitely get to ten because I'm almost there already. So how many done? Can't tell you off the top of my head. It's about seven, seven or eight or something like that. <laughs> okay, so it was a pretty good race. So this weekend's the big race coming up for us Kiwis because Ironman New Zealand is about and, to hit, and there's a lot of a lot of interest in New Zealand about what's going on. Yeah, just a lot of people talking about it because we've got several different angles. Um, to, to look at, especially for the guys, guys racing the girls, you know, it could be interesting, but the guys could be really interesting. So we've got Cameron Brown, Cameron six-time champion, I think it is. Uh, Luke Bell, kind of consistently, really, because he had that one year. So he won kind of six in a row. That yeah. one year with the weather was funny. The weather but, was crap. Yep. Uh, and then we've got Luke Bell, who we all know about. You know, top ten guy in Hawaii. Yep. Kieran Doe never won a race. Never won an Ironman though. Kieran Doe, and that's where a lot of the talk in New Zealand is about is whether he can do that. He dominated Brownie at uh, the Tauranga Half Ironman, and great race in Canada last year, great race in Rote the year before that. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting, and, and a lot of people are just picking it between those two. Stephen Bayliss? Stephen Bayliss will be rocking up. you got Brian Rhodes. Brian Rhodes. Jeez, it's a pretty strong field. Oh. Yeah, obviously, the Bells and the, the um, Browns are but next level. It's but very strong. I mean, you've got Pete Jacobs. <coughs> Pete Jacobs? He was oh. there. Um, you've got Pete Jacobs got second, no, third in Third in Rhodes. Rhodes yeah. You've got Lothar Leader. He's just a legend. I love Lothar Leader. I think he's fantastic. I think he's a bit past it, but uh, I hope he does really well. Bevan and Leach. Bevan great Leach. name. I don't know who he is. Scott, Ni- Scott Nieri, who was uh, I'm in the UK. In the UK. Yeah. Paul wow. Westwood, he did Epic Camp, so he's going to be on fire. Man, it's going to be hard to earn some money in this race, isn't so it? So it often turns out this way, though, at New Zealand, you have a very strong field and guys very much fall away, so you never know what sort of game the Euro guys are going to bring. So Lothar Leedy, you're not sort of sure what shape he's going to be in because he's coming from Europe. Um, you've got the, the ex-cyclist uh, Kai Huntermark from Germany. He's had some good races, but you don't know what he's going to bring to the, the floor. And, and also Scott Nieder, you know, all coming out of the middle of winter. Um, but if everybody fires, it could be a fascinating race. And Rhodesy's always there or thereabouts. Yeah. You know, he's always he's going to come off the bike, you know, you know, knocking on the door for the podium. But what, who do you think's going to take it? You've got to give it to Brownie. Mm. I think so. I, I think that you've, he's just so experienced at this race, and he's done it year in, year out. Maybe he's a little bit older. How old is Brownie now? Uh, he's about 35. So maybe age is getting up going against him, but I don't know if it is. And he's been injured, so... Uh, uh, I would have put my house on it, let's put it that way. No, I think it's going to come down to Luke Bell, Kieran Doe, Doe or Brownie. Brownie. Uh, I can't see any 
one of them not winning. Uh, I reckon Luke Bell might do it, you know. Um, so he hasn't really been tested under pressure either. No. You know, he like, he hasn't had the, you know, he hasn't had the race where he's, because he's going to come off the bike in front or close to the front mm. you know we know that he rides like an animal so he's going to come off the bike close to the front and there's going to be you have someone like Brown who'll be maybe 5-10 minutes behind him and he'll chase him down if Doe what's his mental game like we don't know that whereas we know Brown has a strong mental game you know last year you know he was sick as yeah. you know and, and to beat Bell in that race was probably one of the best performances of last year really so I, I, if, if Luke Bell wasn't there, I'd put my money on Kieran Doe because then I think it'd be one oh, on one. So you, oh, no, that's what I was saying. If he wasn't there, because then it would be one on one Cameron between um, Doe, and I think Doe would have more confidence to absolutely rip the bike, um, knowing that Brownie's not going to get any any help or have anybody to help. Got with your bike Brown has. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, oh, we bring that up yeah. actually in a minute. Yeah. Um, and then, but I think with Luke Bell and Brownie, they're more than likely going to ride together, and I think that might limit a little bit how much Doe can get away. If he gets 10 minutes or above, I've heard that's what he wants to get, 10 minutes. If he can get that, you know, he could hang on. He's gonna, Then he can run a, you know, just under three hours and Brownie will, will really have to Yeah, but if well. he gets 10 minutes, what do we have to run a three hour? That's well, he did that in, uh, in Canada and he, he rode off the front and he did it. So, uh, mm. like yourself, I wouldn't bet my house on it and I wouldn't be surprised if any one of those three won. But I'm just got this feeling Luke Bell might spoil that, the party. Yeah, I'm loving that you've got, you've got lots of guys who are going to go close to nine hours, and you've got Richard Usher, uh, the guy who won the Coast to Coast we've been talking about recently, so it's oh, it's going to be a pretty great race. A lot of people are interested to see how he'll go, and yeah. I think we've already talked about that. Well, we talked about it in next week's show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we did an interview with him, which will come out next week. But I reckon he's going to go uh, somewhere between eight... 35 and 8.45 and I reckon he'll finish in about 5th or 6th place oh really well yes that's my prediction if he does he's going to do pretty well because it's a pretty great field yeah okay so on the girl side of things it's great for the racing but isn't it look, look oh, at it you've got, you've got a great field here it's so much more interesting watching this race you know when you've got this field here and the last couple of years I have felt that the New Zealand field has fallen away a little bit yep. um, but this year yeah, if they all turn up and if they're all in good shape that's, that's a, as, as strong a field as you'll get in any of the sort of Ironman races other than Germany and in Hawaii, yeah. obviously. Okay, and on the girls' side, it's not a big field, but you have got a couple of girls who are going to make an interesting race. Obviously, you've got Joanna Lawn, mm-hmm. uh, Gina Ferguson, who may be up to the level now, and probably not quite, but. People are picking that she will be, but I think she won't be strong enough on the bike, uh, to be honest. Yep. I think she can match Joe on the, the run and the swim, no problems at all, but I think Joe will be too strong on the bike. Yep. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. Bella? Bella is Bella hasn't raced that well at Ironman New Zealand really. Um, she's finished in the placings once or twice, but she often really struggles here. So we'll see. How yeah, she's she a struggle with the run here, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. And, and the bike. She's 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 a really good runner. Um, so I think it'll be it'll be down to those three. Um, it'll be interesting to see Pretty how Kirch. Fee Doherty goes. She's making a Pretty. bit of a comeback, but really I think Joe Lawn. It's her race to. I suppose lose. No, but she's won five now, hasn't she? So she'll be going for a sixth one as well. I think she may have won six. Yeah, okay, I'm not sure. Yeah. Not 100% okay. sure. And the other one there, Kate Bella, uh, Bella Aqua. She was the girl who won. Um, uh, oh, mate. <laughs> she, won, <laughs> she won the half in Tauranga uh, and uh, she really dealt Every week. Every week. You see, I turned my phone off last week when we had Em in here and then uh, I forgot to turn it back on. But it's next week's show. Oh, so they won't know until next week anyway, so it kind of works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's coming off now. Did uh, so anyway. you get an iPhone? Yeah, you did. Uh, I'll get anyway. an iPhone. Good so. luck to everybody who's going up to Ironman New Zealand. Uh, it looks like there's 1163 entries, which is pretty standard. Okay, so don't head ahead. What's an OD race? Olympic distance race. Oh, okay, last weekend. So one week before the race, he went up and did a national did he smack series. It? Yeah, he won it. Um, there was a couple of okay guys there, and, and he dealt it to them. So good luck to everybody. The weather forecast isn't looking too sharp at this stage. I've been sort of monitoring it, uh, and it's not looking weather great. Weatherman John, which, which could make nice. things interesting again. <laughs> And I guess just a couple of little tips for anybody who's going there first time. Chill out when you come out of the swim because it's a long run to transition and make sure you don't fall out, fall over running yep. up the hill. Do you do the shoes or not? No, definitely not. No shoes? shoes? No, that's fine okay. running up there. And the other thing is uh, check the weather forecast and if the weather is going to be bad, spend a bit of extra time in transition putting on some clothes. And even, you know, sometimes in New Zealand the morning is quite cold, so even uh, first, you know, chuck your... I know you sleeve this vest over the top. Armour is almost mandatory in home in New Zealand. Yeah, you really are. I, right. I put them on pretty much every time I do it. Yeah, um, you can always take them off, eh? Exactly. Um, anything else about tips wise? We've done a show. Actually, listen to the show about this time last year because we went more thorough. Right. And, yeah, great. Uh, Iron Man 70.3 now has a title sponsor. Foster Grant. And a provider of reading glasses, glass, sunglasses and costume jewellery. Mm. And now they're really happy to be the sponsor of the 70.3 race because they see the athletes 
What have we got here? The team at Ironman has been a great partner to us and this event is sure to be exciting and prosperous for the year to come. And we want to encourage drafting. <laughs> with, the sun, with the sun shining at Clearwater nearly 360 days, it's a natural that a marker of Ironman sunglasses title this great event. There we go, that's what he's saying. So, it looks like... Uh, I'd love to know how much they have to pay for that, eh? Well, you'd hope quite a bit, but what's stupid is it's called Foster Grant Ironman 70.3 brought to you by Ford. Oh, really? It's really weird, and uh, so just trying to get more money. I just think this this race has just got to move. You know, I think it's a good concept having a, a, yep. a championship race, but I'm really not going to pay a huge amount of interest in it until they move the race to somewhere where it's not going to be a complete draft fest. It can make it epic, eh? That's oh, the thing about Hawaii. It's, it's yeah. the epicness of it that makes it. Yeah. You know, but it's just it's just becoming a joke. I mean, great for the pros. You know, you go up there, it's good prize money. Go head to head on the run. Yep. But really, it's. Um, it hasn't got a lot of appeal around the world, so hopefully they do something about that. Okay, um, there's a new Iron Distance race in France, and uh, what's really cool about this race, what's it called? It's called Triathlon Hockey, oh, you're the Frenchie. Homme de Feu de Salverdon. It's a big name for a race. It is. Uh, it's, it's not Iron Man. No. Um, what's really cool is that they're putting in a lot of prize money, so for the top pros, you can pretty much, the men and females can bring home about 4,000 euro which is about six grand US, but they're actually having prize money for the teams and the relays. And they're going to have prize money, I think, for the you know the, the Masters division, so the vets and stuff like that. Great. So I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, entry fee's very reasonable, yep. 240 euros. Um, yep. Goes up to 290 if you enter a bit, la- bit later. Yep. Um, but fantastic. And, and teams are also not too bad. Um, teams can be four people or three people so I wonder where they split that I'm not quite sure hmm. but anyway it's a good concept and the other interesting thing about this we got this off tryjuice.com is it looks like it's actually going to be a series so they're going to start off yeah. this race in France and then in 2009 they want to extend it out to Dubai United Arab Emirates Iberia and Ecuador so the Frenchies you know they've, they've, there's a lot of races over there and they, they, they do support their local races so the fact that it's not an Ironman distance race I don't think will be a massive problem um, if they've got the money there to put that prize money up and if they're going into um, you know Dubai and things like that if you've got a supporter over there yeah. who's into it money, the money is though. just not yeah. an issue and, yeah. uh, and they'll have a few years to build it up so fantastic and we'll uh, see, see when it develops Ironman turned 30 well, pretty much last years week. last week, February the 18th. You know, it's the top I got on today, Bevan. It was the, it was that top's 30 years old. Hawaii. <laughs> you need to get a new one. <laughs> got my uh, Try Hawaii 78 top on. So, uh, happy uh, birthday, Iron Man. 30, 30 years, years ago. Old. So, what have they got here? They've got basically 30 years ago, 15 people gathered around to compete in what was billed as the toughest human challenge ever conceived. And the idea came from John Collins because they were trying to figure out who was harder, the swimmer, the cyclist, or the runner. And he said, if we get all three in, the winner is basically the hardest. Artist, or you'll call them an yeah. Iron Man. Iron and Gordon Heller won it in 11 hours and 46 minutes, 58 seconds. Since then, thousands of people from around the world have accomplished this spectacular feat as well. I want to know was Gordon a swimmer, a cyclist, or a runner? I don't know. Yeah. 11 hours is not bad for the first time. Well, you wouldn't know what you're doing, would you? No. Okay, well, it would have been a rally 20 yeah, on the bike. Nutrition would have been water and sandwiches. And the wetsuit, well, they wouldn't have had a wetsuit. They wouldn't have had a wetsuit, no. And it would have been bloody hot. Yeah. And they wouldn't have had any marshals. And no support on the run. I would have thought you would have had somebody helping you out. But no aid stations. So It's interesting well, as well to say, nowadays there's 22 Ironman events around the world, 15 countries and 5 continents. Uh Yeah, so that is pretty cool. 30 years. It's getting up there. So it took about 10 years to really take off, didn't it? I think it was, it was 83, wasn't it? Something like that oh, so when, they, like when they sold years. the rights. Uh, sold ABC, the rights. Yeah. yeah. So, happy birthday, Iron Man. Wow. And now we're all a big part of it, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah we're just part, part of the, of the happy Man family. family. Oh, it's just a little hug. <laughs> um, just quickly, if you want to do the um, slots for Iron Man Kona, um, they close the lottery, on the 28th. Which we're not that fond of. Uh, if you want to do it, do it. <laughs> But uh, 28th of February, so if you listen to this tomorrow, you've got one more day to get into the lottery. Right. And it's uh, pretty much get in there. I don't know. How much does it cost? About 50 bucks US, I imagine. 50 or 100 US. Yeah. Yeah. So, good luck. I've got a striding on clinic coming to Christchurch, February the, uh, no, April the 19th. Anybody in the South Island or anybody in New Zealand who wants to come on that. Um, we got a lot of positive feedback last time we did it. It's a three-hour clinic with Ali Dennis. Going through running technique. Do you know what, mate? I'm coming. Bevan's coming. I'm coming. I'm going to learn how to run. Play the clap game. No, that's that's only a special game for Iron Man Camp Kiakaha. So, So anybody wants to uh, come and do some uh, running technique, just give me a shout. 
Well, they would probably give you an email because if they shout, out, you won't hear them. I probably might. Just <laughs> anyway, we had our discussion another week. Sometimes I think quality, I'm so quality. Funny. That's quality. <laughs> I just live on the edge. We had a discussion a week, a couple of weeks ago. We didn't do it last week because we were. Uh, well, we didn't do it last week because you stuffed up the website. And oh, that's right. No one knew how to get to the blog. So the question is: Have you done any endurance events such as Coast Coach, which is harder than an Ironman? Now John hasn't done his piece, but I have, so I'm going to start off. So well, I'll say the Inferno Triathlon was the first one. Just go back. Oh, okay, you're going to first one. The Inferno Triathlon is a race in Switzerland. Uh, I think it's at Interlaken, or no, it's at Thurn maybe. Uh, and you swim 3.1 kilometres. You road bike over multiple number of passes: the Oberhofen, the Schuerwiese, the Beterberg, Interlaken, Moringa, Grosschilding. Yeah, we, we get it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, for 97 k's. Um, Where do you get the 97 k's? Oh, there. Okay. Distance 97 yep. k's, and then you get on your mountain bike and oh, you do really? a further 30 kilometers, oh. and then you do a run of 25 kilometers. Gaining two thousand over two thousand meters. Both the bikes, first bike is over two thousand meters elevation. The mountain bike is a thousand meters elevation. So, um, try and Nick sent that in. He says he hasn't done it, but he says you know that is a, a very very challenging day. And you can go to inferno.ch to okay. find out more about that. I think Axel's done that. Has he? I think so. Yeah. What's happened to Axel? I saw him running over the hill just as I was coming here. Oh, good. There he goes out running. Yeah. Uh, Blender Bender said, uh, "You can't do say uh, I can't say I did this." Glad but you did your peas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the support person, a six-person corporate team that successfully attempted Arch to Arc, London to Paris triathlon back in 2006. Run to Dover, swim the channel, no wetsuit, bike to Paris. Nice. Only four solo challenges have ever completed it. They're also organising a double and a deco oh, Ironman distance soon. So, so I, I, I don't know that part of the world that well. Would that be an unbelievable... Well, some of the channels unbelievable. I mean, yeah. I, I remember Wayne Keat, who's one of our listeners, he, I think, was doing that as a team earlier this year. And so do it as a team, you know, that's a challenge. Yeah, sort of a corporate do it as an individual. Thing. Do it as an individual, that's a long way. Yeah, it um, is a long way. Go to enduroman.com. Imagine getting out of the channel and you the bike. How far away is Paris from the channel? Oh, it's a reasonable distance. It's a couple of hours in the train, so... It's, oh, really? So yeah, yeah, it'd be several hundred kilometres, I would have thought. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's a good race then. So we'll Came on. Good, good one. That's a nice one. Okay, which one are you going to pick up? Is one? it harder than Ironman? I think if it's a multi-day one, it's, yeah. you can't you can't compare it. Okay. You are, you are okay. Okay. You can't choose that one. I've chosen that one. Okay. Mm, with no link from the comic styly website, posts will be low. Yep. Right. Anything I've currently done that's harder than Ironman is to convince the other half to let me do Ironman. That's very true. But I'm doing this. There's a link there that Bevan will put up there, or you can go to our blog in June, and it's going to be a little toughy. I expect 20 hours or more to complete. So that's a pretty long day. Well, it's called Accelerace. Accelerace, <laughs> yeah. okay. I think uh, all the big multi-day running events, such as Marathon Day Saabs, etc. Maybe you can hook up an interview with the Runner's World legend, uh, the little fat Welshman. He does Ironman and a whole host of very tough other stupid events. Check out littlefatwelshman.co.uk There we go, we got to it right now, little fat, well, let's have a look, here we go. The little fat Welshman and he is He's a, a little Welshman. fat, well you can't He's see He's had 8,500 views on his website which is now going to go up to about 20,000 views after we've mentioned it. Oh, so he's doing all that weird stuff where you put lots of clothes on because you're too hot. Right. Mm, okay, please sign up for he's his He's an estate agent. There you go, and he does crazy stuff. He's our little fat boy, man. Okay, next up we've got um, Nick Cook, and he's got... So what is it, Marathon de Stables? Marathon de Saab. De Saab, which he did in 2000. What's so hard about that? Is it in the desert, is it's it? It's across a desert. Okay. Yep. Aside from the heat, the sand, and the blisters, it's the fact your body is breaking down from day one, so it obviously goes for a few days. Because you're having to carry all your own food, you're restricted to only 2,000 calories a day max, so you're straight into massive deficits. Deficit. Deficit. Nothing heals, and you feel like you're just falling to bits. Great experience, so I'd love to know the, the numbers on that. Mm. And someone emailed us that one. Okay, nice. Okay. Okay, I'll go... Uh, Can't do that one, I'm taking it. Tal, what's Tal said? How? Okay, Tal. He's put towel there. If anyone has, a, has an indoor trainer, uh, indoor outdoor rowing experience, they'll agree that a 2,000 metre race effort is the hardest thing in the world. Six minutes of sheer hell. I'd rather do an Ironman than another flat out 2,000 row in my lifetime. There is also the UK tough guy event. Not as hard as it used to be due to global warming. But we used to jump through ice in late January in order to make a path for others to follow. 
It was, so there's some good stuff about global warming, oh, isn't yeah. it? We had a great summer this summer, let's oh, be honest about it. <laughs> it was uh, it was a summer event too, which used to be <coughs> non-stop laps around an obstacle course covered in nettles, th- nettles, thorns and barbed wire. It was in the middle of summer, no water stations, just five to six hours of constant running and getting stung. But I agree, have you ever done a 2000... Uh, yeah, okay, so we, we had a gym challenge. In <coughs> Christchurch, two big gyms are Pro Fitness and Les Mills, I work at Les Mills. So we had this gym challenge where uh, our, the guys from out, you get members and staff, it, and we went to a pub. Mm. So we're doing it at a pub, and we kicked us because all the New Zealand rowers came to our gym, so we just, right. got, <laughs> we just dominated the dojo. The problem was, you're doing it, you're smacking yourself. But that was back in the days when people were allowed to smoke oh, in a bar, and it was just, I felt like I was, was going to spew the whole really? time. It was miserable times. Yeah. Yeah. It, that is that is very hard, and the thing is, you can just go so hard because you're seated, yeah, uh, and you're using all your body. It's you whole can, body movement. You can, hey? you can keep going hard for a long time, whereas with running, you just lactate up and you yeah. just you just fall to pieces, and and you can only swim so hard. Indoor indoor bike tests are also very hard. I've seen some people pretty much keel over and fall off their bikes doing indoor bike tests. Uh, much have like you done a test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to do in my school. I wish you had a challenge. Oh, it'd be <laughs> terrible now. But I agree. That was a tough little little thing to do. Okay, lastly, uh, for me, is uh, Jifuel, and uh, one wife, two kids, 16 years of marriage, longest endurance meet I've ever done, and it's still going. Uh, I hope your wife doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you haven't told her that one. Somebody who knows Jeff, maybe just flick, flick her an just email. Send her a link, you know. Send her a link through to that, and uh, maybe Jeff will give you the Out of Try t-shirt this week. Oh, okay, Out of Try, yeah, Out of Try. Go to outtry.com if you want to get the t-shirts. Outtry.com. Yeah. You can get because it's 30th birthday. You could even celebrate by going there and buying an Art of Try 78 top to yep. celebrate that 30 years. That is kind of cool because people go, "What's all that about?" And it's like because you know you don't want to wear your Iron Man top to parties because you look like a real geek. Yeah. But you turn up to a party with this one because it's cool as well. And you turn it's up and oh, what's that top about? Oh, you know, I do this race called Iron Man. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, we swim four, it's we whip up 180. This is Bevan's hot chick picking up <laughs> tips of the week, is it? No, no, I, I never. That's weak. <laughs> anyway, uh, so who was it? Jeff, you send us an email and. Um, okay, you can do one more. You can do that one try, No, I've done three, I've done plenty. Uh, okay, you go, Cat. Cat, hell yeah, I agree, Bev. Bree. <laughs> Endurance events uh, harder than Iron Man, yeah, it's called writing your dissertation. dissertation. There you go. Nice. Very good. Good luck, Cat, this weekend in Iron Man New Zealand, too. Good luck to everybody doing Iron Man New Yeah, Zealand. good luck to everyone doing Iron Man New Zealand. There we go. So, this week's discussion, Jonbo's put this one up, and we're not sure if we've done it before, but we're going to go with it. You go ahead. Okay, so should speed suits be banned in non-wetsuit races? Basically like Kona, like Malaysia. Mm. Should you actually be able to use a speed suit? Because there was a plethora of them this year. Plethora? <laughs> Maybe. That's a lot. Thanks for the education. And Blue 70 dominated the field in terms of what people were wearing. So it's pretty clear that Blue 70 are the best one. Um, but we want to know, should people be allowed to wear them? Or do we say, nah, you just got to wear either your Speedos or your I really want to talk about shorts. this, but we'll leave it till next week's show. Leave it show till next week. I really want to talk about Get it. Up, well, it's yeah. going to be the week after next. Cause it is. Yeah. You've got two weeks to do this. This is going to be two, yeah, two weeks. Yeah. Okay, there we go. So that's our news and discussion of the week. And I don't actually know this person, but Jonbo does, and he sent yes. me through the link. And now I've even seen a photo of the guy. Oh no, I do know Andrew. Andrew, of course yes. I do. Of course you know Andrew. Uh, so anyway, um, hopefully I'm not going to curse Andrew because he is racing Ironman New Zealand this weekend, and he did actually call me up yesterday and said, "Oh, I had food poisoning for three days. <laughs> haven't done any training for three days, four days. I've lost five kgs in weight. So you'll be fine. Don't worry about it." The reason uh, Andrew's his age group of the week is he's uh, doubling up. He's taking the double challenge. He's done Challenge Wanaka, and he's doing. Iron Man New Zealand. There's a couple of T Rexes doing that too. A few people doing yeah, that. Yeah. So I'll be interested we'll be interested to hear your feedback uh, on how that's all gone, especially after the tips I gave everybody. I would last love to <coughs> well, once you've actually done the race, maybe next week give us an email if you're one of those people and just tell us what you thought of the differences in the races. You know, obviously New Zealand's got the bigger numbers, but I'd love to see what you thought about, you know, a different perspective from the Wanaka race. And the New course Zealand. and which which you found yeah. harder. I mean obviously Wanaka's slower. The main reason why Andrew is going to be age group of the week is because he's progressed very nicely over the last few Years. And so you like that, don't you, John? He did. He's a hard worker. And he does a very hard program. Works. Does all that. He's not a full-time athlete. Is he single? I think so. He must be. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're not, uh, yeah, relationship still working. You're not, not training hard, hard enough. enough. <laughs> His first Ironman attempt was going to be in New Zealand in the blow-off year. The blow-off year, which was 2006. 2006. 
So Andrew decided to bugger that. He did the, did the blow-off event anyway and then jumped on a plane, went over to Ironman South Africa, did his first race, 11 hours 44. Nice. Not bad first yeah, up here. Yeah, 12 hours is what we want to get around. Came back the year after that, Ironman New Zealand, 2007, improved by over an hour, 10.36. Oh, 10.36. Carried on training, cranked up the, the, the work a little bit. Oh, got went, rid of the girlfriend. Went down to Wanaka, <laughs> the 10 hours 14. So Which is significant because Wanaka is a lot harder than New Zealand, yeah, isn't it? so it's a 22-minute PB. Yeah, plus, and a much harder course. I would say it's more like a 30 to 35-minute PB. I'd say so. two hours, to be honest. Yeah, so <laughs> Not one to exaggerate. Equivalent of a sub-eight-hour Ironman. <laughs> <laughs> So, but no, it was a bloody good effort. So, what do you reckon he's going to do now with the pressure on? Well, the pressure on, if he backs, he's fit, so he's feeling good. You know why he's sick? I reckon he's Metagill. He's Metagill. too hard. That party. You know, if he races like he did in Wanaka, it should be putting on for a uh, sub 10 hour performance there in, in Taupo. Pretty okay. comfortably if he races the same way. So, so next week we're going to be looking out for Andrew Yates and look our results. Andrew Yates. Andrew he's Yates. a pilot from. Uh, he lives in Wellington at the moment, so the Windy City. Oh, nice. Doing well. Did you hate flying into Wellington, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Wellington's at the bottom of the South, um, North Island of New Zealand. You, you, you literally look like you're going to fly into the sea, and it's always turbulent. It's the planes bouncing around. And I was speaking to a guy who actually lives in Wellington, a guy I coach up there um, this morning, and he yeah. goes, John... Do you actually realise how windy it is? Oh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I was up there on Saturday. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Um, you just get blown away. Good Hawaii training, though, if you can <laughs> Good, honest Hawaii training. Well, you Kiwis just go to move to Wellington. So, Andrew Yates, you're kind of our age group of the week, but predicted. There's pressure on him now, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we like to place pressure. Put your A game, mate. So, uh, you are our age, age group of the week. week. One, two, three, four. High five. Now, this week, so on, on TriTalk, we've got a big day. Our discussion forum on TriTalk is like, I don't know, a million hits. So... <laughs> And, 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 and this guy has done us our mojo and he went on there and he gave us a bit of shit because he said someone else's mojo was on before his and he'd done his a long time ago as well. And so... So the other guy, he'd done, the other guy done yeah, his a long time ago. That's yeah, true. But, so, he said he was a bit angry and I went on and, and I just said, you know, let's just have love in this world, eh? Because the grease work going. Well, no, it's just, I'm not an angry person, John. I'm here to create love in my world. And so I said, you just have a hug. <laughs> and, you know, and I put the words to we are the world, you know, right. just because, you know, we are the world. And uh, and so, but at the same time, in my silliness, I said, if we don't pronounce his name right on the show this week, we're going to give him an Iron Man Talk jersey. Do we have okay. one? Give him, you, can, you can give him your one, your <laughs> okay. this sweaty, manky one. <laughs> so, but luckily, EJ from TriTalk sent me through an email saying, here's how you say his name. So it's, you pronounce, you substitute a T for an H. So it's like tell. How? How? How. So how? this has come in from Hal Davis, who how? is a... Very solid athlete. I think he went sub nine hours. Well, he's the one who's doing the double. And he kicked your ass and wrote, didn't he, or somebody? Oh, lots of people yeah. kicked my ass and wrote that's an I, I, think, I think he went sub nine hours. He's also doing the double Ironman. Yeah, and, and he's the favourite. Well, Is that's it? what everyone try talk says, so um, he better be. Is it a big race or not? Somebody sent us a lot of interest in it. Yeah. Somebody yeah. us some information it's, on It's like August, I think. Okay. Mm. Send us information anyway. So, yeah, obviously, he won't be able to beat me in. <laughs> again if he's doing that one. Well, he might be double that. Might do well, the break my heart if he does. Jeepers. So, anyway. Number one. Number one. You can do number one. Ironman training mojo high five. Guys, no, and he's, he's gone hardcore. He has gone hardcore. List your reasons for training versus your reasons for not training. Okay, wait a second. Mojo high five, what is it? So, you're in your, your zone. You're in your zone, and if you're feeling like I can't be asked going out and training... Okay, um, so it's like a motivation type thing. Motivation, so it's understanding why you want to train. Okay. List your reasons for training versus your reasons for not training. If the not training list is uh, longer than the training list, you're in the wrong sport. Nice. If it's because it is too cold or too wet, then you really should HTFU. Oh, I see. Yeah, I know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a little while to go. Um... But if it's a lack of time, too much beer, or can't be bothered, think of some more reasons why you should train. Then get out there. It is true to think of the why. Mm -hmm. You know, because to be honest, um, I've just done my goals this week. I'm, I'm very goal oriented, and I do this big report, and I did my goals. And doing rope was a real thing. I really had to consider if I wanted to do it, and not just if I wanted to do it. What doing it meant. You know, mm -hmm. why am I doing it, and what. You know, why, you know, because I kind of see, right, to be honest, I see, right, it's my next really big race, and you know, I want to have some time off the sport, and so it's kind of like, if I'm going to do this, do I want to do it well, or I just want to turn up, and it was like, I had to answer a real lot of dead questions, and I, I kind of concluded that I'm going to go for it, and I'm going to have a shot, but, you know, it was, it was really good for me to go through that, and to think about the things I had to give up to do that, and, you know, and, and I think it's really important to that you think about that stuff, well, eh? So, you know, you don't enjoy training, um, you know, Matt, well, a, lot, a lot of people um, will go right. I want to do an Ironman and just want to tick that off their list. Yeah. Uh, 
But if you're in it for the long haul, you know, you've got to enjoy training. You've got to figure out what rocks your boat. And, and this is obviously what Howl's How doing. Mm, find your rivals on Athlinks and picture what they're doing right now. I love this one. <laughs> uh, are they training as hard or as far as you? What shape are they in right now? They could be training much better than you when you are sat in front of the sofa watching the snooker. Mm. Do you watch snooker? I don't you know what uh, the pommies do have some different sports and I love watching the darts, darts Did you watch darts so, I don't but I've seen it, it's just because I've always got the drunk wife in the crowd going 120 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so you're so good <laughs> it's the best because they're just pissheads and, they, and, they're, and they're, I'm amazed it's, they've always got a beer in hand and the accuracy they have yeah, it's, it's hard darts it's hard yeah, but I think this is uh, it's actually an, and actually I'm going to cover that on the next one but it's a good point do really you know think about how think of ways to motivate yourself and sometimes if you're a really competitive person yeah Athlinks is great for that and yeah. there's a few other things we're going to mention later oh, on the show about um, how you can actually you know, get into a bit more competition on Athlinks good times uh, adopt the personality of what you want of who you want to be oh, nice. if you want to be a sub 10 hour Ironman or a sub 9 hour you have to think and train like one imagine what it is to be like that person who can break the barrier and think like they do Learn to say no to the things that prevent the goal and yes to things that help you reach the target. Nice. Like training in the rain. The more you believe uh, you will achieve the target time, the more you more decisions you'll make to reflect your mindset um, like food choices. Yeah, I really agree with that too. That's one thing I've kind of thought about for my goals is where are my weaknesses? Like for example, I see my weaknesses not looking after my body. Yeah. And so that's what Strain I'm... that calf again. Yeah, strain my calf. Um, but I think the interesting point there, when guys come on Epic Camp and they see some of the Epic vets who sort of come back um, time and time again, they, they, and that comes through in a lot of the interviews, they go, holy crap, you know, that's what I've got to do. And a lot of people put Albert up on that pedestal. Yeah. Why is Albert so fast? Yeah. And then they come on Epic Camp and they go, okay, now we know, because yeah. he trains really hard and he's really disciplined. And there's a lot of guys out there like that. I would go as far as to say as Albert's, Albert's one of the most disciplined people I know. Well, he's just very, he's very well organised yeah. and he pushes his body very well. But, but he's organised in all areas. Like I was talking to him about his diary and he's every minute of his day is booked out. Mm. You know, and, and he goes from one, like that's where I'm trying to go with myself right now and it's like, it's quite tough to do. <laughs> Sorry, I was ten minutes late then. Yeah, <laughs> I put you know, a day. Yeah, you bastard. <laughs> uh, life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, but going out and dancing in the rain. This means that whatever you have hate in training, such as certain road, certain weather, or a certain time, you should challenge yourself to complete the session under those conditions. Love the challenge and coming out of it at the other end. Whatever does not kill you will make you stronger. Yeah, and, and I think it's really true. Eh? You want to get better. You got to look at your weaknesses, and you got to maybe identify what you hate about it and turn it around. Mm. You know, because you got to. Yeah. So it's it's stupid to go out training when it's snowing or hailing or when you really are going to get sick. But if it's the middle of summer and it's a wet day and it's just drizzling and stuff, uh, you just got to get out there and, and harden, harden up. up really. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Were you with us that day? We rode out to Little River and we're going to Accra, and it was like, I don't know, man, it was a full-on howling th- wind, uh, no, rain, think, yeah, no, pissing down. I think I said home that day. Once you're out there, you just carry on and get on with it. Yeah, so you got to get home, don't you? But number five, put your kit on, warm up before you decide not to train. So if you're standing around oh, going, do I want to train or not, put your gear on and uh, and then just then make a decision. Give yourself uh, the mental edge by putting on your training gear and running half a mile warm-up or go to the pool, put your speedos on, um, skins and warm-up. If you don't feel like training, then Pack it in, but at least you tried. You can also go and put on your most made, motiv- your most motivational tune while you're getting ready. It's funny. It's with like with the gym industry. It's it's, it's the hardest thing about the gym industry is getting people to the gym. Mm. It's getting them through the door, and and you often say once you're here, you never regret it. You know, and it's true. And it's often with training, it's the same thing. And it really is. It's, it's the, we make the process mentally tough in our head, and it's you know once you get out, mm. you know, like for example, if you, I've got a real tough run, and mentally oh, I'm tired and I'm struggling. I say okay, okay, take it easy mentally. And once you're out there, once you've got 20 minutes into it, then suddenly you're fired up, eh? Mm. And that is really the case. And I think probably one of the good <coughs> things about the gym and and one thing I try to do in my training is I give myself a time to start the session yeah. and you just get out the door and yeah, totally, yeah. Um, yeah. that's why it's good with the gym you've got to be there at 6.30 for the class yeah. you've got to be at the pool at 5.30 so that's where a group environment can help and that's where having training partners can also get you out the door just as a bit of a side note I got to try um, Charles's ears for swimming 
the oh, yeah. the earphones they actually the, like, the you can play music while you swim. Sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually pretty good. I, we he had uh, us on it, so I listened to us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it was admittedly with the talking, it was pretty hard to really pick up. You could sometimes pick up, and it wasn't really really clear. But as in for like music, it would be really cool. So if you're considering doing that, it's something I will probably do for this block. So anyway, yeah. he's given us a six. Use an energy drink or a gel before you train. If you have energy drink, you need to make use of it. So make it. It makes you both mentally and physically more prepared to train. If you don't, you've wasted a good drink. So there you go. Number seven. Number seven is the best of all. Yeah, obviously. Stack up your Ironman talks. If you run uh, all the way through one episode, that's at least you've got one hour. Yep. If you can do two back to back, then you've got two hours. And then yep. if you want to back it up even more, you can go and do that. So far, I've managed four, doing going for five next month. Well, that is hardcore. <laughs> Did you just swear? No, listening to us for four or five hours oh, man, a challenge it's in itself. And he actually sent us through a link to uh, to Rocky Balboa. Oh, yes. Did you watch that? Yes. Sir. Oh, gold. I'll put that link on the website. It's it's Rocky doing a speech to his son. son oh. It's a hard world, man. It's a hard world. That's right. I love Rocky. Did you go to the latest one? No. Oh, you missed you it. You were excited about Transformers. I saw no, the... no, I hated Transformers. You, you were excited before it was going to come out. Yeah, it was I was so asleep. It was a disappointment. you for that. No, it was disappointing. Oh, okay. disappointment. So anyway, how? Thanks for that high five. Well, I think... High seven. Yeah, that's all good. Anyway. Cheers. Let's bit of music. Bit. Okay, bit of music. Here we go, right now. Website of the week. Me and my best mate Mecca, you know, because yeah. we hung out and wrote. He did, yeah. yeah. He actually wrote to me saying he's missing me. I'm sure he and is. And he wants to catch up with me again. He's got a picture wrote. of you on his website. Yep. <laughs> Being at home, cutting denim. <laughs> it was just like me. So I, uh, someone sent us through. Let's name the name. I, I did uh, put on there who sent it through. So ben. Ben Barton. He's been sending Barton, us through Barton. lots of content lately. He's actually really good, Ben. He gives us some really good content. And he's just saying that... Uh, Mac has actually updated his website, and uh, I, was, I was kind of interested in thinking what a good website for a pro is. And I suppose one thing that you really got to consider is a good website to me makes you want to go back often. And to do that, I think you need to have a blog, yep. which he's got. Yep. Um, you need to have ideally having a bit of content in there, you know, um, bit about, a bit about you and race reports and things like that. He's obviously got camps that he's um, going on. So I think there's, there's lots of things you can have, but I think a lot of people go back to athlete websites is because uh, they've got their blog and they want to find out what they're up to. So go back to his homepage, we can tell people what he's up to for this year. He's doing a lot of racing. So a reasonable amount of racing. So he's done Poussin or Poucon, whatever it is. Uh, being in Dustin, he punched there, a bit of Poutang, yeah. Uh, he's off to St. Croix, he's doing the Columbia Triathlon, I'm not sure how far that one is. Uh, Hawaii 70.3, which he usually does, then the old double, Germany and, and Rote. Monaco semi point three, the Malibu Triathlon, and then Kona. Ben was also saying that uh, since last year, remember his bike got stolen, mm. and he's heard nothing about it. It's a shocker. Yeah, yeah, and they've taken no responsibility for it. Oh, good. So. And I was interesting to see, interested to see his uh, one of his new sponsors. He's got a, a new a milk company, I think, buys milk, which is a German okay. company. Was oh, it milk there? Yeah, which I, I presume it's milk. It sounds like milk. It's a, a German company. Obviously, get on there because they want to get some exposure when he comes over to Germany. Oh, interesting. So, um, it's clearly in German, so you can translate if you want Bevan. It's saying drink milk. Hmm. Yeah. Is it milk? Well, I don't know, because I can't speak German. No. It doesn't look like there's any milk on here. German person can tell us, or is it a nutrition company? Maybe it's a nutrition company that's based on, like, dairy products. Maybe it is. It doesn't really look like anything, does it? German guys, let us know what's going on there. Daniel. Daniel. Daniel's a German main reporter. Okay, so yeah, it's a good website. Check it out. He's a... you know, he's a really good writer because he's, Mac is just so good for the sport, isn't he? Yes. You know, like he's just a star that our sport needs. We need people like Mac because he just brings so much attention to himself in a way that's controversial but, you know, entertaining and, uh, you know, to me. And he's the greatest guy. Mm. And plus ChrisMcCormick.com is yeah. the website. Chase your dreams. Chase your dreams. There you go. So nice on. work. That's our website of the week. What have we got up next? Questions and answers. Okay, then. So this one's from Reed Kaiser. And uh, he's saying, I'm catching up with all the episodes. You may, so I may have missed this question. Iron Man Talk is my favourite triathlon podcast. That is bloody brilliant to hear. You guys make uh, the distance less intimidating with your humour and laid back but serious approach. We are quite serious, aren't we, John? Yeah, oh, serious stuff. no denying it. Some of the other podcasters make me nervous and on the edge. Yeah, man. You've got to do this. You've got to ride it. 
423 watts for two hours, <laughs> and uh, if you do that, you'll be fine. <laughs> you, you do that well, mate. You yeah. should go down that path normally. Oh, I'm currently working on training to uh, schedule for rope. In the past, for... Let me take up a bit, and I've read this. Okay. So he's training up for rope. Um, big deal, he wants to find out, and he's been doing a little bit of reading and deciding whether he should do long runs midweek or weekend. So, oh. deciding whether you want to be fresh for your long run, so doing it Tuesday, Wednesday, or if you do maybe a long ride on Saturday and then your long run on Sunday. So, what do you do, John? I know what you do. I mix it up a little bit. Hey, get up, you always do Wednesday runs. Oh, well, that's sometimes I mix it up a bit. So, often what I have done in the past Wednesday run, we long, do Wednesday run. long ride a Tuesday, long run Wednesday. That's our weekend. I like to mix things up a bit and spread that through. So there's no perfect formula, but um, if you're training yourself, I would suggest you probably want to try to split it up a little bit. Long ride uh, the weekend, long run midweek, but I'd say at least on, say, three or four weekends, do your long ride on Saturday and then long run on Sunday so you can get that Ironman effect sort of riding, I don't know, maybe 150k or so on Saturday and then running you know, a good two up to three hours on Sunday yeah. every now and then. Okay. So that's my advice. What about two long rides? Yeah, if you can fit two long rides in, um, that's great. So some guys two like... Two long rides, long run? No, a long ride and a medium long ride. So, okay. Uh, and we're talking for, for a, a, a working athlete here. So if your long ride is, say, on Saturday for five hours, six hours, seven hours, whatever, yeah. maybe trying to uh, long ride on Tuesday, maybe up to three hours, possibly long run Wednesday, uh, and then... Those would be three key sessions. Okay, nice. Uh, we've got Troy. Oh, how do you say that last name? That's sensational. Restinol. Okay. I'm another first-time writer, long-time listener. I love that, because when I used to listen to Talkback when I was a kid, first-time caller. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I used Danny to love Watson. it. Danny Watson. I'm not yet a swimmer or runner, and I've only been able to settle for four years, but I had to get involved with the Port of Tauranga half. So you can imagine my amazement at finding out that I whipped John's ass for the first by three minutes on the bike. <laughs> After your work, Troy, you killed him. Uh, Question for Coach's Corner. On the wrong side of 40, I haven't run consistently since school. What should I be my approach to becoming enough of a runner to complete the half, basically? Contemplate the try half half Ironman thing. Is it too late? Well, no. 40. 40. I've got people who come to me. Right, you will now. (laughs) You know, it's over. Uh, 60, 65-year-old people that come to me for programs who've hardly done anything in their life. So you're certainly not too old. Well, okay, back it up. When you get someone who's 60, 65 coming to you with, you know, never done hardly anything, how do you Mm. deal with that? It's got to be careful. You've got to start very gently. Yeah, Yeah, very gently. So it's like sprint. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's more of a five-year plan. Yeah, and having a little less focus probably on running and focusing on you know the non-bearing exercises, swimming yep. and biking, and, and certainly including a bit of weights because if they're wasting away or if they haven't got a lot of strength, I think that's an important thing. Okay. But for forty okay, back old, to the question. Back to back to yourself. Forty years old, you can obviously bike okay, which is which is fine. So tick that one off. But in terms well, apparently of he's a hammerhead because beat you by three minutes. That's right. <laughs> Um, I think the first thing you need to probably address, and given it's the end of the New Zealand summer, um, so you're probably not going to be racing this year, is is address your technique first. And I think a lot of people just go out and run. But uh, I think doing something like um, striding on, so you can fly down to Christchurch, and then we can do a a mano-a-mano time trial when I've actually got a little bit of fitness on Oh, here we go. uh, You need to do an athletes challenge you, don't you? (laughs) Seriously, though, I think uh, looking at what you're doing is is probably a really good step to start with. So possibly getting the striding on DVD or going to a clinic with Ali, or just looking at uh, getting somebody to video you running and then maybe going onto YouTube and seeing how good runners run. Um, So you've got a bit of a conceptual understanding of what you're trying to achieve before you actually go out there and, and hammer yourself um, then my next suggestion would be to try to work on your the frequency of your running so um, you know start with short runs and try to build it up so you're running regularly rather than to, to do long runs yep. and then start to build on the volume um, and then start to bring in the intensity uh, later on and that, that's not like a week of technique a week of frequency a week of volume then a week of intensity I'm, I'm saying it may well be a year um, just building up your frequency and your volume before you even start looking at seriously doing intensity work but intensity is generally what is going to injure you if you're coming into, into a new sport so be very wary of that so how long do you believe it should be before you you know there's a year like realistically oh yeah it, it definitely I would say you know start with some shorter ones next season um, but I think if, you, if you've given yourself a year to do a half Ironman given you can clearly bike and if yeah. you can if you don't have a problem swimming um, swimming, then well, obviously isn't because running seems to be as concerned. Yeah, I think I think you know, a year is, is enough to build up for half Ironman, or at least build up for some sprints and Olympics, and maybe give yourself a two-year plan to halves and and, and build up for there. But uh, it'd be worthwhile maybe getting like an Arthur Lydia book, something like that. And whilst I 
I do um, like the Arthur Lee principles. I think you just got to sometimes lighten the load up a little bit. And, uh... oh, I, know. I was having a great discussion with a physio the other day, and he was talking about um, this research I'd done. Uh, I'll talk to him again, but he's basically saying that nowadays they're moving away from that kind of theory, and it's more about training yourself to intensity for longer and learning that to be just under max. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was an interesting discussion, but I haven't read really it. So I, th I think the Lydia book it. is worth reading for the principles. Um, of, uh, of just building the volume up, but you just got to take it pretty gently when you first start. Mm -hmm. uh, and those would be my main tips. You're certainly not too old at 40. Nope. Life begins at 40. Du, 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 I don't know that song. Du, 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 du. Yeah, you do. I don't. Oh, mate. I'm too young. Go, go do a bloody. How old are you? Go find a song website and look for Life Begins at 40. Perfect. Okay, then. My question is concerning. Oh, this is Paul Andreas. And my question is concerning the off season. There is so much information out there available to what kind of activities being belong in the triathlon schedule for whatever distance one race is attempting to complete. What there doesn't seem to be is a good guidelines for what type of things I can, should do uh, during the off-season to get myself ready for the next season. Should I totally take it off from swim, bike, run? What types of strength training would you recommend? Is cross-training with other sports a good idea? This I could have covered this one next, last week, but okay. Well, this sort of comes back to a little bit about the mojo question. And, oh, uh, here we go. It's so the off-season, you know, you're deciding what you want to get out of it, basically. I think the, I've got a few questions for you, Paul, basically oh, you ask yourself. Nice. Is what do you want to achieve in your off season? Do you want to be single or in a relationship? <laughs> That's one of the questions. Do you want to be single? Do you want to get faster? Um, uh, another question is, have you been you know, really injury plagued? And if you've had a lot of injuries and, and things like that, then you perhaps need to look at a strength and conditioning program or maybe really working aggressively on your yoga if your flexibility's um, in question. Yep. Um, then probably the main one is, are you really serious about improving um, your overall performance? And if you are, then you look at your weakest discipline, um, probably out of your biking or running, spend some time swimming. But if it's your biking or running, then spend your off-season focusing on one of those two things. Um, so that's a, that's probably the key thing, is, is do you want to have fun or do you want to actually improve? If you want to have fun, then you just go out and do whatever sort of rocks your boat. You know, if you if you love running, then go and run the cross country season in the off season. If you're a you know a triathlete who's very weak on the bike, then you spend the whole winter on your bike. Um, if you're constantly injured, then probably maybe look at doing a strength and conditioning program. I think the thing is that you have to be aware as well is that okay, if Ironman is still going to be your focus, letting go of the swim bike run is going to be detrimental to your next season's Ironman racing. And so you can use it to strengthen and all the rest of it, but if you if you really are focused on a time goal that is a little bit above where you are right now, you are best to stay on that path and maybe just, you know, as John's saying, sharpen up on the weaker bits and really look after your body as well. Mm. And you can do that in a way that's maybe more entertaining by doing some cycle racing or doing things that add more variety. But if you really, if you are trying to stay on an Ironman path, you know, going and doing something totally different, you know, because mm. then when you, for example, if you have six months off, then you, you're going to need two months to get back into running and it's, that time is well lost. And so... Yeah. So a lot of people ask us about mountain biking. Mountain biking is fantastic. It will uh, it will likely in increase your bike um, fitness, but it's probably not going to be by as much as if you went out and focused really on on cycling, road mm. cycling, or winter. Mm. Complemented with just a little bit of swimming and running, just to keep that in the game. But spending a good say three three to four months really focusing on your cycling, which is you know what you did one year. Yeah, um, yeah, it really made a difference for me. That, that's what can make I think the other thing is as well is that, like, for example, I've been doing a sport pretty much consistently now for six years, and to be honest, after I wrote, I was kind of not bored of the sport, but I kind of felt I needed something else for a period, and mm -hmm. I really just took some time off Ironman, because I, I, what I would do is I'd do two races a year, and then i just focus all year on strengthening for my weaknesses, and you know, after five years of doing that, I got to the point where... Um, I just wanted to do some other things and I wanted to, you know, not necessarily even sport based and I think that you've also got to consider you know, going back to Mojo I suppose you still have the hunger for that next level and to be honest it's kind of good now because I feel going back to road, it's like okay well I've got the hunger to kind of try and nail this race again. Have a break at the end of the season is probably the way you want to start your off season. Mm, and I was reading Cam's report on, he's got a report on SoTwitch at the moment and, uh, and he, you know, he always takes a month off, it's totally okay. off yeah. after Kona. And even when he has a bad race, he has his month off and just really does nothing, gets fat and, you know, like, phew, get out there, party a little bit. Party hard! Get a girlfriend so you can break up with training starts yeah. again. <laughs> One other bit of news that I forgot to mention earlier, oh, I just had an email go. through uh, earlier today. Jason Paps managed to complete the Cross Taupo Swim, which is 40.2 kilometres. Wow. Um, so it's obviously not a 42.2 swim! 40.2. Yeah, but bugger that! Yeah, so if you're interested in finding out a bit more about long distance swimming, go to 40.2 or words.org.nz. Why and, would you do uh, that? 
It's a challenge, mate. Like, oh. Why would you do Iron Man? Yeah, it's crazy. It's long distance. Because uh, you get a middle. Stuff. It's obvious. You know, you get a t shirt, you get a middle. Come on, so chicks love their stuff. He's getting the kudos of now being famous through Iron Man. Tomorrow. Well, it's true. I and mean, that's not even an Iron Man event, so he's a legend. So well 42K. I wonder how long it took him. What do you reckon? Uh, I should have read my email. Yeah, but, you should have. Um, but, we... but I'm going to go to 40.2.org.nz later on. No, I'm asking for a prediction. Uh, let's see. If he was swimming, say. 3k an hour, um, so I would say 14 hours. 14 hours, okay. I'm going 14 hours. <laughs> <laughs> your predictions aren't that good, Bevan. This is a man who predicted 42 minutes, was it, for your 10k on Epic? Yeah, but that's because. That's and then he runs 35? No, but that's because everyone got keen. <laughs> and that's because I had a shit Equithon. I was like, fuck, I have to prove I can run. Hey, swear oh, English. Oh, wait, 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 it's a 54, okay, I'll edit that out later. Okay, anyway, so uh, there you go, there's our questions and answers. Trybys. <laughs> Trybys.com, and they've got some specials. You can get a new Neo Pro crank set. $749. Man, that's some mean ass crank set, eh? Yeah. Craig Alexander. Goes the distance with Trybys. Beyond 70.3, I wonder what this it's is. It's the Craig Alexander, Craig oh, Alexander I've read article. Oh. I mentioned it last week, maybe you should have done. Well, no, I'm going to read it right now while you're talking. Okay, so try buys. Uh, we all know the fantastic deals they offer, and if you haven't been listening to the show lately, you get on there. If you're going to buy anything, if you spend over two hundred dollars US, shipped free anywhere in the world. Can't beat that. Uh, I know I go on about this, but I love the two hundred. I love that deal. It's great. I love Just, it. I want to marry it. If you're going to get something. Is and if you're thinking of doing your off-season training and you need some kind of off-season gear, they actually they are kind of triathlon based, but they do exterior gear as well. And so if you want to get some exterior gear, like for your mountain bike and stuff like that, camelbacks, yeah, camelbacks like and gloves, because you wear gloves. Do you wear gloves when you cycle? Yeah, oh, uh, no. not all the time. No, no. Winter, I certainly do. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah. I mean, more just yeah. Um, so they got some bikes. Let's have a look. They got mountain bikes. Forks, You know what you want to do? I'm sure try buys don't rip, rip you off with tubes. They don't. Seven ninety nine. That's a dire. Oh, it's a tube. Sorry. Yeah, because you go to bike shops. They charge like thirteen bucks for yeah. tubes. Breaks my heart. Bulk live by two hundred dollars worth of tubes. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone does that, I'll put get, do that and then get a photo and I'll put it on the website because that would be you're going to use them eventually anyway. Come on, let's be honest about it. Two hundred dollars of tubes, that would be gold. Nice. Okay, so trybuys.com. Make sure you make the most of that, and it's not a deal. It's it's always now, and that's what's really great. Cam and Lewis kicking butt at trybuys, and we love their work. We've also got uh, athletes looking after athletes. Athletes looking up. That's that's great, mate. Mm. That's great. And you know what? I'm looking. I was checking out my athletes, and I opened up. And what do you know? John Boy's invited me to a event. I have. So this camp, is something you wanted me to camp kick up. There's something new happening <laughs> on Athlinks. Okay. okay, so you just accept your invitation there. Okay, we're just gonna just go do this. Yep, yep. Okay, accept. What okay. Do do? I'm gonna go. My options. What can I do? Click to add the camp care car to your race calendar. Game on, tampon. So there's a, a new feature on the site where you can... Uh, oh, this is very cool. Yes, I will be attending. Yes, I'll be. How many guests are you going to bring? None. Well, I might have a girlfriend, but then I can bring you. Could, well, probably so unlikely. She's a paying customer. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, she so can be, be the message girl. No, you just carry would that be wrong? Down, that if you brought a girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, that would be wrong, just, wouldn't it? You scroll down and just accept your invitation. Oh, well, I can invite someone else, can't I? Well, uh, choose a name, choose a name, choose a name, because I love it. Uh, Elizabeth Hansen. Elizabeth, where is she? Where is yeah, she? Where is she? E for Elizabeth. Okay, here we go, Elizabeth. Right I'm inviting you. Okay, now. Save. Okay, listen to the show. I'm gonna say so she knows. To the show, to hear your name, Elizabeth Hansen. Yeah. Okay, now we save this. Save that. Yep. Okay, it's saving good, that. Good New Zealand high speed. There we go. Successfully, you've been confirmed. Go to Camp Kia Car. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Wait. Oh, it's like Christmas. Oh, wow. So, so far on the camp, we haven't got everybody's registered up there. We've got me, Bainsey, and Bevan. And I go to the top of the list. I like that too. We do. So, we've got three attending. We could have some spectators. Uh, we could have a maybe, or we could have some not attenders. Mm. Um, but the whole deal with this is go. We could have spectators. That would be cool. Go on to. Um, we, we know a lot of you guys are signed up. We want to make sure you are all signed up. Scroll up. Okay, scroll up. Scroll up. So, to, basically, what you can do here is add events or camps. This is or great, eh? Hey? to your calendar. So, click on calendar. Calendar. Jeez, athletes are doing some great stuff, aren't they? Some things happening on athletes, oh. I tell you. 
and then you can add a calendar entry onto your well, um, on my home page now. There so it is. Camp Care cars up there, and then I've been going on there adding uh, races on there. So you could add Rote on there as well. Yep. You can put in your predictions. So um, click on me. Go me. John Newsom. Yeah. Without me. I'm the host. The host yeah. of the camp. Well, I'm not a host. What's all that about? Well, whatever. No, don't talk to me. Uh, Epic camp. You're doing Poland boot camp. Poland boot camp. Oh, you're, oh, you're just all go, aren't you? Uh, where's Roach? Uh, that's not up there yet. Anyway, uh, but you can go on there and you can put a prediction in for what. You know why I love. Do. You know why I love Athlinks? Because you're not a geek, but you've become a geek because of Athlinks. Oh, whatever. You're so not a geek, but you're loving it, aren't you? Yeah. I, yeah click, click on. See, this. look at him. He's all excited. Click on it. Oh, it's like Conan Paul with you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Look at this. Yeah, oh. You can put in your goal times. Oh, there we go. Reed Kaiser. He was on the show there. He had a question. Yeah, Reed. Yeah. He's put in his goal time for right. 10 hours, 59 That's 59. like, woo-hoo. You're going for 8.45. You're going for 8.45. Okay, I'm going to kick them in And then you put a comment on your, other, your goals. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's basically... I'm going, to put, I'm, going to put, I'm going to wait to cuddle John at the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> you can put yourself out there if you want to. Put a bit of pressure on. Um, oh, game on, Tim. That's what I'm saying. You want to get out of the race. And then obviously when the race happens, your results will automatically go up there. And, and uh, it's what um, Tal was saying about uh, just sort of setting yourself up and get yourself motivated, seeing Isn't other people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just set yourself up and it's a, it's a good little tool there. So you can add in um, camps. You can add in... This is great, eh? You've got... They really are doing great because they really, they really are just focusing on the athletes. This is, and you've got obviously for your own local club stuff, you've got your community exactly. going. And but we had a guy who's coming on the camp, um, for Camp Kiakar, and he was asking, oh, how can we communicate with the other guys on the camp? That's how we're doing it. You join up there and you can put a little post on there and you're away laughing. Yeah, and the people who aren't going to be in the camp can be jealous and just watch just what we're watch. talking about. Exactly. But you can comment too and go, I'm jealous and yes. I'm just watching. I'm into watching. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Oh, good old coffee's up. If you want a challenge, go and do the Maui to Molokai canoe race. Yeah, or you can become an ambassador. Who's there? I like that ambassador. 25 year old, what's her name? Liz Clark. Oh, she's a good ambassador. She's a graduate student at the University of California. I still live around the corner from the University of California. Uh, Santa Barbara with a lifetime lug for ocean and a dream that combines surfing via sailboat. That's interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, she's jumping off a sailboat, but I can't see any waves there. That's interesting. Uh, she sometimes sails alone, but mostly with fellow surfers, friends, and invited guests. I wonder if I could be an invited guest. Cause this is Clark in the Voyage of Swell. Yeah, and she obviously, oh, look at, yeah. Quite the sailor. Anyway, back to the coffee. <laughs> actually, the thing we haven't mentioned for a long time is the coffee card. No, we actually mentioned it last week, John. Oh, no, I was like, no, no, we haven't. No, no. And you know what I love? Porno. Yeah. Porno's coming to road. Right. Oh, it's good times. Coming on the camp? I'm not sure, no, because he's going he's gonna to do the um, go to Rote and stay in Europe afterwards, so, which is fair enough. But I was checking out his wallet, because <laughs> I like, look, yeah. do you like looking at people's wallets? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I was checking out his wallet, pulled out the coffee, it's a Hawaii card. Very nice. Uh, and you know what? It looks cool. It does. Yeah. Another, is this another chick magnet tool, is it? Well, I'm just thinking, I, I haven't actually got mine to be honest. Yeah, so pick up your game. Yeah, I, I need to, well, no, it's probably because I haven't actually done my, <laughs> my part of the deal. But I'm going to, because it's a nice kind of blue, girls like that blue colour, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's baby blue, and they yeah. love that. Look at that. Oh. So you just need to, oh, an Hawaiian problem. Go into there, sign up for the Coffees of Hawaii card, then you'll basically be in the loop for any specials that are coming up. Um, and it's quality coffee. How many times do we have to say that? I don't quality know, but quality, quality. Is it a prom set? Quality. Try talkers. Quality. We should say coffees of Hawaii. Hawaii. You know, I think you say Hawaii wrong. Hawaii. Hawaii. We should get told us that. We should. It hasn't been a strong show today. No. I've saved my watch, the final half of the minute. Here we go. Anyway, so what, what's the story? We've got coffees of Oh, we've done a sponsor. Coffees of Hawaii, trybuyers.com, athlinks.com for all your needs. Camp Kiakar, go on our website. It's, it was getting point to the point where there's not many spaces left. Three so spaces you, left. Three spaces left, so you want to get onto it now. Buy jerseys, we're, we're keeping them up. Affiliate program for Amazon. Was there anything else we need to say? Oh, check out our website this week. Now, Ritherham Graham from TriTalk has uh, got a t-shirt printed off. I am a legend. I'm I'm a legend on. Ironmantalk.com. Oh, I didn't see the I didn't see the bottom part. I just said I'm a legend, but oh, very nice. Yeah, legends obviously given us shit about our pronunciation. So, right. yep. Nice. So, very good. I found it very amusing. So we're gonna put that on the website. Also, some people have been asking about the jerseys, and uh, they brought up a really good point that um, we don't actually have a picture of the jerseys on the website. Okay. Yeah, so I've put a picture of Andrew, the Irish guy. What's his name? 
you know, <laughs> our mate. <laughs> you know, Andrew. What is Andrew? He was last name. I don't know. <laughs> it's when he came into the, the bath. Oh, Andrew Abercan. <laughs> oh, he's not Irish. I mean, what's he? He's coming around to my place for barbecue tonight. Andrew Abercan. What, what, what is he? Scottish? He's No, he's Canadian, Scottish, Spanish, uh. Kiwi. That's his accent. Actually, we'll get him. I'm actually going to have a chat to him tonight. I'll get him on back on the show because I said. Uh, so I got a picture uh, of him. It's the best one I could find, and uh, unless we can get the image that you've got. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so you can get a t-shirt that way. Anyway, John, what do you... he drinks cheap ass beer. Does he? I told him not to bring the Victoria bitter around to my Victoria place. Victoria bitter. I don't even drink it. I know that's bad. Oh. <laughs> he says you get it like an extra thirty mils for the same price. When, you, when I was a kid, they had this beer called Nahiri Gold. Have you heard of that? Nahiri Gold. Nahiri Gold. It's Harrington's Nahiri Gold. Yeah, they don't give they don't give anybody kicks of that because it's too. Judy, Honestly, it's just, it's horrible. But when oh. you're a kid, a ringer costs you five bucks, and it, 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 one ringer and your gone burger, and it's your night out, five bucks, you can't beat that. Come to Poland with me and we'll get some heavy duty really? over there. Oh, well, I don't drink nowadays because I'm an athlete, but I'm just saying, uh, you know. Anyway, anyway, so what have you been up to for the rest of the week? What are you going on, John? How's life treating you? I have uh, done another race at the weekend. How'd you go? Um, we were champions. We went to the cor- we? corporate triathlon. Oh, who's we? Uh, Active Health, where I consult out oh. of. So we, uh, we cleaned up. Who 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 you bought? Um, I, I, we each do a triathlon, so oh, okay. one Sorry. guy did a triathlon. So did you win overall? Uh, fastest time, yeah. Or, yeah, I think so. Oh. Uh, so that was all good. But you've been dominating lately, haven't you? You're the Canterbury champ. Wow, that was meant to be. Aquathon. Take a aquathon. champ. The corporate try. Give up Ironmans. I'm going to do aquathons and corporate triathlons for the rest of your life. And what's on for the rest of the week? Not too much exciting stuff this weekend. It's trying to be a non-triathlon weekend, but I'm in New Zealand's on, so I may have to... How are you going to do that? You're going to have to be sneaking to the internet. Sneaking oh, babe, I just got a really important email coming through. And then I've got National Triathlon Champs the weekend after. Where's that? Wellington. So no, we're actually no, not no. doing the show. We, next week, I'm actually in Taipei. I go to Taipei Friday, yes. which is called Taipei in Hong Kong again. Friday. Yeah, so we're going to have to record Friday morning. Right. Yeah, quite early. Right. Yeah, what's there? Okay. What do I got on? There's not much happening in my life, to be honest. I'm travelling so much and I'm a little bit over it. Went up to Wellington last weekend. But I'm off to Taipei next week for a week in Hong Kong. And then I come home and I've got eight weeks home. Where do you stay in Hong Kong? Some hotel. Okay. We'll, we'll hook you up with some honkies and go do some, some Honkies? Training. What's a honky? It's Hong Kong people. Oh, is that what you um, honkies? A bit of training at the Wan Chai. The Wan Chai? Hey, Ma. No, I'm only there for like a day. Okay. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't know. Run up the peak. And then I come back from Hong Kong. You know what happens? What? Game on for it. Right. Okay, well, it's my training begins. My problem is I'm going to Bali for 12 days in between it for a holiday. In between where? Well, in the whole road. Right. Oh, okay. 12 days, all right. Easy week. Ah, nice. You're the coach. That's right, and we'll uh, got to get that betting syndicate going at some well, stage. We should do that on athletics. We'll look into that. Oh, yeah, well, because we can raise money and, you know, it's, it's you know, I don't want it to be a competition, John. It's about love. I just want to be the best. Okay, I've got to fit me and my daughter on the website oh, this week. Oh, nice. Black and white. Yeah, okay. Well, that's how I roll. Anyway, we're just talking crap now, aren't we? I'm Russ. I'm Endo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia ka.